Welcome to March. Uh, I cannot believe we're already in month three of 2022, but here we are. Welcome to this week's Inspired, uh, your grown-up girl talk episode. And I'm um, I'm trying to make it through the intro uh, without giggling too much because I'm, I'm looking at the screen of, of, of like eight of my favorite women in the world. And uh, to kick off Women's History Month, I am super excited that uh, we've got this group together. But first of all, Samantha, how are you? You know what? I am really good, place, And also equally as excited and a little terrified because I don't know what these gals are going to be saying, okay? You can't really trust these ladies too much, you know? I, it's it's true. Although, honestly, we never really know what anyone's going to say. Um, but we are here today with the board of the Sparkle Foundation. And I think you guys have heard Samantha and I talk a lot about the Sparkle Foundation and and uh, what it does here in Marin County. It's a nonprofit that provides support to single mothers and their children, which we've deemed to be one of the um, least likely groups to ask for help, uh, but probably a group that needs it more than anybody else. Being the proud woman that we are, it's hard, it's hard for us to ask for help. So with us today, we have the, in, uh, the entire Sparkle Board minus one who was not available to join us, but uh, honestly getting everybody minus one together on a day that's not a board meeting day that we haven't had in our calendar all year, it's sort of tough. So I'm feeling success right now. Um, and hi to all of you crew. Thank you for being here, first of all. Thanks for having me, Hi. Let's let's go uh, let's go around the horn real quick. We've got uh, Rachel who has been with us for a while, but recently took over the role of really kicking off our Sacramento branch um, and board member extraordinaire. We have Tracy Teal who's been there since the beginning. Actually, we have several who've been here since the beginning. Tracy, who is um, keeps us all in line with our numbers, which. <laughs> is not always an easy thing to do. We have Barb, who also has been here from the beginning. Um, and actually, I wanna, I wanna unpack that with the three of you that have been here from the beginning. Uh, we have Farva, who uh, keeps us legal, <laughs> among other things. <laughs> and we have Jana, who's actually one of our newer board members. And, um, you know, probably a different experience for Jana than some of the ones who've been here since the beginning, because it's, it's Still a grassroots organization, but much farther down the road, um, having raised and put back a million dollars uh, in the community over the last six years since it's been an official 501c3. So that is a big deal. Um, Samantha, really kind of your baby that started as a campaign to answer Dear Santa letters that ended up at the post office, just you and some friends. Yes. Tell us, tell us the short version of how we got started. Uh, well, in 2003, when yours truly was like just a little babes, 23 years old, uh, wanting to make a difference in the world, uh, started finding families that I could help um, and would, you know, find out what they needed for Christmas, would go out and source gifts, wrap and deliver it. And then, you know, year after year after year, that kind of grew and grew and grew until about uh, six years ago when it was very apparent that you know, we could do more if we had a little bit more legitimacy around our name. So Sparkle was born. And many of the women that sit on the board now, Rachel was actually the first one ever way back in LA that was by my side doing it. I mean, we've all been doing this for years before we formed the 501c3. And so now here we are, 
2022, we're six. We've, like you said, raised a million bucks over the last six years, which is- And put that million dollars back into the community. 100% of it. And that's something that's really cool, which some of us will speak to about today. Um, and yeah, I mean, I want to hear your guys' kind of thoughts on what this journey has been like, why this is so important to you, you know, some of the programs that we do and how, you know, you were involved in the implementation and, and you know, creativity uh, there. So Rachel, tell us a little bit about like why you sparkle and like what makes you- tick when it comes to the organization? Cause you've been around for a real long time. Yeah. I started, yeah. Back when we were wrapping gifts in the, the office. Yes. Um, yeah. And that was, that was, um, a great experience. And then, um, being able to, to join in a couple of years ago has been great. Um, and actually getting to deliver on the holiday gift drives have been pretty special, um, and organizing it all and, just, just seeing the impact in the community. Um, it's been great. And now you're doing it. You were our first like start off spinoff chapter and you've grown that out all by yourself. Um, and it's continuing to grow. And so you're our beta and also now the director of our, you know, spinoff chapters. So it's been really fun to watch you kind of grow in that way. And been doing you, an Fatima? amazing job. Oh, I was just saying, and Rachel's been doing an amazing job out there, That's just insane. sort of killing it. Um, me, um, what are you asking me? Why, how, when? No, you, you were like, you were one of the OGs, like, Hey, let's file some 501c3 paperwork. A lot of people can't even spell 501c3. So, you know, let's just like, let's have put women in a room and try and figure this out. And you, uh, you were there from the beginning. So talk to us about what, what outside of Samantha probably needling you to death. (laughs) Um, what, what made you, what made you want to, uh, to join in the fun and, uh, what made you want to stay and still be here? Yeah. So, I mean, it's funny. So I've known Samantha and you, and actually all of you, most of you for what feels like forever. And I remember when Samantha was doing this and just inviting friends over and to her house and we invited, like we wrapped for like six, seven families and that grew and that grew. And I'll never forget, it was in my bedroom about six-ish, six and a half years ago. And Sammy called me on the phone and was like, I have this crazy idea. And I think that like, we could do this like for real, for real and be an actual legit 501c3. What do you think? Do you think that's insane? And I told her, and I still think this, that no, not insane at all. It almost felt fortuitous and felt so natural and so right, just given what she had already been doing, that it just seemed like such the next natural step. I'm sorry, my voice sounds like this. It's an occupational hazard. I talk all day, so by the end of the day, I have no voice left. Um, But yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's been inspiring to be part of it. And that really was part of why I wanted to join in was I wanted to feel what it would be like to be a part of something that I knew could make such big changes at such a, I mean, I guess for lack of a better term at the ground level and really just be, be there for it. We, we all run in circles of amazing women and accomplished women and, and, you know, the, that uh, if you want it done, give it to a busy woman, right? Like those people. Yeah. 
So um, honestly, I, I feel like whenever one of us has a friend who calls us and starts out with, this might be a crazy idea, but like, it just, it's like, you know, okay, hold on, let me get a beer and let me sit down. And yeah. it's, um, Cause whatever, whatever comes next is probably going to happen. So right. crazy or not, it's probably going to roll. Right. right. Fair. Totally fair. Totally or if you were here at the beginning, like, okay, six Unless. years in. I don't know how many thousands of lives impacted Samantha, you probably know off the top of your head. Did you think six years in, we'd be talking about seven figures raised, seven figures given back? No, not at all. Well, I, cause I go back to, you know, way, way before the beginning of, of the actual foundation. So like with, with Fatima, you know, wrapping gifts, you know, a few women, you know, wrapping gifts for a few families and we've kind of grown from there and, no, no way did I think that it was going to be ever something like this. And the fact that we give all the money back. I mean, you know, this is not people that are getting salaries or employed by the foundation or, or anything like that. All of the money that we get goes back to the community. And that I think we're very, all very proud of. Totally. I think all the money and then some, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, I mean, there's a then some in that. Yeah, exactly. yeah, for sure. There's always more. Um, right. This is a this is a roundtable of powerhouse women. I mean, Tracy, you are you're the partner in a major accounting firm. Like, okay, I'm going to ask, how do you have time to do this? Like well, this shit when Samantha's <laughs> bitching at all of us because we're not getting our shit done on time, like. <laughs> Which I does mean, happen. Which does happen. It happens. Give it, it to happens. a busy woman. I mean, right, it's right. if it's worth doing, it's worth doing in the middle of the night, first thing in the morning. Um, you know, you figure out how to get it all done. I remember when Sam first said we were going to do this, and so her and I were filling out the application to create the 501c3, and we had to do a five-year budget. And I said, well, how much do you think we're going to earn in the first five years? Well, we didn't get anywhere near the million dollars that we're at today. So what, I mean, do you remember what you put on there? I, I think it was about $100,000, $150,000 a year. So yeah. five to 600000 in the first five years. Um, yeah. We've certainly well, no, blown that out of the water. Because I was like, let's just say $50,000. you are like, no, we're going to put, a, we're going to do more because I know we're going to do more. And I was like, I don't know. But you kind of set the bar high there. Wow, something's changed from you from then to now. <laughs> right. that's, that's how you were six years ago when you were sitting with Tracy filling up paper. I like, yeah, okay, cool. I know. What about you, Jana? Well, you're new, you're new to the mix. You're, okay, new, let, you're newer. So we brought I you, in, in, you. A, in an established world. It's funny feeling because um I'm always the OG in all these other things I do. So, I mean, I go way back with Stacy for many, many years. She was at my wedding 20 years ago. I didn't now, know that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, I was Stacey, at her wedding. Not only was Stacy at my wedding, Stacy was there the day I met my husband. She was yep. the first person that I knew and told I was engaged. What? I was, oh. Yeah. Cool. And you now, didn't see there, Sammy? No. I mean, I knew they knew each other. Back in the day, I didn't know these like life back, miles. Back on moments. Union Street. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and it's funny. So, you know, I do a lot of work with the police department and they call people like me, the FNG. I'm the fucking new guy. And it's like, <laughs> the, they always are like referring to that, you know, like, oh, she's new, whatever. Um, but I got started because I grew up with a single mom 
And Sam was really involved working with the police departments and I do so much work with them. And there was this like kind of natural overlap and it felt right to me to, um, to work alongside a group that actually gave the money back. And it's an, it's a rare, and it was always seemed so fun. And I'd follow along on social and I'd hear about it and I would donate money sometimes. And then I, you know, tried to, it started out like doing some gift wrapping. And then pretty soon I said, you know, there's a lot of opportunity here for me to not only fulfill a part of myself, but to be an example to, I, I think like my girls or my community, because I think that when we volunteer and we and we say, look at me, I'm volunteering. It's a very different call than saying, hey, look at me, get your ass out here and join in. And I think that's the part that was really appealing to me. Like we're here to inspire other people to do things. And I think like our work does that, not just with the holiday gift drive, but obviously with Sparkle Biz, which has been super fulfilling for me. And like giving that hand up instead of a hand out, like, come on, like we got you and keep plugging along. Dude, I love that hand oh, up. Sad. That's good. Yeah, yeah Anna, me too. I'm Scott. Janet, mm-hmm. you're just something really- else. Felice, <laughs> what about you, girl? Because you've been around, you know, for for a real long time in my world. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait to make me sound really old. <laughs> you can be the FOG. Um, <laughs> I think it's meant uh, as a compliment. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you're, you're part of the core. That's uh, yeah. I, I, so so yeah. I I I was part of the core. I was back rapping when it was you know six families and bring a roll of tape and you know let's right. let's meet in my living room like that's that's oh you know, and if you have wrapping paper bring it with you right like that's how it started and. Um, and then I, you know, I didn't actually join the board initially. Like I wasn't, I, I supported and I went to events and I donated money, but I was not on the board for the first handful of years. So um, came in, you know, a, a, a few years in. Um, for me, uh, you know, it's, it's when I look around and think about like where I want to spend my time and my energy um, and my money, um, this, this was a natural fit for me. Um, you know, I, I am, a, not just a single parent, I'm a solo parent and did not ever expect to find myself as a solo parent. Um, you know, trying to raise two kids on my own in one of the most expensive counties in the country that on a, you know, in a life that we had built as a two income life. So, um, there were, there were a lot of, hard nights. And I, you know, I, we look at people, we don't know what's happening behind closed doors. Like you don't, you don't know what, what path they're on. You don't know what struggles they're having. And, and um, you know, I, I kept it very much inside, but there were so many nights that um, I would put the kids to bed and then I would go in my room and shut the doors and I would just cry because I literally, I'd made it through that day and I was trying to figure out how I was going to make it through the next day. And if I tried to think, two days in advance, I'd have a meltdown. So it was, it was literally how, what am I going to do to try to make this work tomorrow? And don't think about any further than that. So I feel like, um, I feel like a lot of the, the women that we provide service and assistance to, um, you know, very much kindred spirit and, and, um, the problems can be the same, regardless of how many zeros are on the end of the the, the tax return, right? The, the the issues are still can still be there, 
um, you know, I, I, I'm the poster child for it. So and can I say, Stacy, that you've done a spectacular job uh, as a single mom? <laughs> no, I also want to I also want to say that I was, I was the kid that heard my mom crying. So I was raised by a single mom and I used to hear my mom cry at night because my dad died when I was young. And so, and I had, you know, two sisters and she was 29 years old and she was raising us all by herself. And a lot of the same, you know, I could hear her at night crying. And, and so, you know, just like you said, and you know, really, she had no help. I mean, this is way back. I mean, I'm way older than all of you guys. So, um, you know, this is way back when it was, you know, it was a total man's world. She had to go to work and it was literally a man's world. So um, that's, you know, part of the reason why I, I sparkle. So. But, but you, think, you think about that, like your mom or me or, or my mom, I was raised by a single mom too. Um, you know, we... We don't ask for help. So when we say that, you know, part of Sparkle's mission is to serve single mothers because they are the least likely to actually say, I need help to raise their hand and, and say, you know, please assist me in whatever way it is. Um, but part of that I think is that there was no, there was no resource for that either. Right. Mm -hmm. um, there isn't, there isn't a lot of resources out there specifically aimed at this target market. Um, you know, not to sound like a marketing person. Where's Jen when we need her? Right. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I never asked for help. I could have used it. Um, there's still days I can use it, trust me. But, you know, and, I'm, and Barb, I'm sure your mom didn't either. Right. But don't you think now it's different? Like how, you know, when we were growing up with single moms, it was almost like really uncool that you had a single mom. And I think totally I remember- uncool. It was, it was like weird. I was kind of embarrassed in, in some ways. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm sad to say that, like, that makes me feel really bummed out to be like, oh, I was a little bit embarrassed. And, and I felt kind of excluded from like all these nuclear families that were doing stuff together. But I think we've changed the script now and not that it's cool or not cool, but <laughs> it's freaking powerful as hell. And it's really celebrated to be like, look at you. Like, I think that about you all the time, Stace, like, look at you. And I think I have it so easy because I'm not a single mom and I don't, I don't have to worry in the same way. And I look at these moms that are crushing it. And then I think, even if you're not, even if you're not crushing it, even if you're just getting by, it's cool about sparkle. I think that it's, there's no judgment. There's no anything. It's like, this is a fact. We're going to celebrate you and lift you up as much as we can. And I think that's where it is. I think it can be powerful, but I think it is it is the rare woman in that circumstance that has the ability to look at herself in the mirror and say, totally. you're crushing it. Because yeah. none of us feel like we're crushing it. And um, so to have, to have a team or an organization or a support group that can look at you and remind you of that yeah, on a sure. daily basis, sometimes an hourly basis, um, I think that's key. And I, I don't, think a lot of these women have that. Agreed. No, they don't. And I, and going back to like, even why single moms is kind of our undertow and our full focus is, you know, my grandmother was a single mom, Gigi, who is our legacy. We, we legacy for Gigi, right? Um, single mom in the fifties with three kids and was like a devout Catholic and was totally like excommunicated from the, like yeah, those, to the things, church. those things didn't go together in the fifties, right? Oh. Like 
three jobs, you know, no help, never asked for help. And, you know, she was like always this woman that when I hear stories about like the way my dad and my aunt, and my uncle were brought up, I was like, oh my God. And so when it became time to like, you know, help families, I don't like originally, I didn't even think about that. It was focusing on single moms. I would just always gravitate towards families that didn't have a male, you know, figure in there. And then it wasn't until probably like two or three years before my grandma passed away. And one of the very last conversations we had about three and a half years ago before she passed was, I was like, you know, Jage, I've never told your story because your story is something that's kind of private to our family. And it wasn't a really great time as any single mom can tell you, like those are dark times, you know, when they're tough. And she said to me this, one of the last conversations we had, she said, you know what, Samantha, you need to tell my story because there's so many women like me and there's so many women that can use the programs that you guys have. And when I was doing what I was going through, there was no one to help me. And so that's really where Sparkle, you know, has, has grown and come from and, and building up that legacy. And for someone that's always got so much to say, I've been very quiet, ladies. I've been very quiet listening <laughs> to everything you have to say. Because I am really only the woman I am in many ways, shapes, and forms because of you ladies and what you provide to this organization and to me as an individual woman. Because each of you are so much smarter than me in so many different ways. And what we're able to accomplish and do year after year. And like, I know I'm psycho. Okay. I know I am. <laughs> I come in hot. I just, I'm a Tasmanian devil. Barb calls me the hurricane. And you guys all put up with me and put me in my little box and tell me to settle down and give me a bone, put me in the corner. And it's amazing what we can do. So I just wanted to say thank you for, you know, sharing your space with me and sharing the space to like make this work because it only works because we all make it work. And it's a lot of hard work, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Thanks for the vision though, Samantha. I mean, you're, you're the, you're the <laughs> and vision. bringing everyone together. It's that's right. Well, and you don't often see founding um or people who find found an organization and then allow others to rein you in or change your mind or give you focus um so you're great you've got the vision and you allow some of us to rain on your parade a little bit some days <laughs> but i think it's great because i think it's such a collaborative event and we're all like i always say we're we're fueled by passion because none of us get paid to do what we do and we work sometimes 40 hours a week on it, like certain times a year, like it's a lot of shit to do. Um, and it's overwhelming because we all have jobs and lives and everything else. And I mean, we all work. It's not normal that women at our type A personalities can all work as well as we do together. Right. That's well, so that's, true. That's totally true. That is, that is true. Yeah. But, I, but, you know, when we're all kind of pointed toward the same end goal and, and working with the same values and the same mission, you know, we, I, I, I think, you know, there's no, all the egos are left at the door. It's all about what, what do we need to do to get this done for 100%. clients that we serve? Uh, exactly. We also have like really good skill sets that complement each other. And I think that's super I, helpful. That's right? very true. The strengths yeah. that are at this table and how they all complement each other is, is um, key. Hey guys, I hate to break this to you, but that's by design, right? <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> of course it is, Samantha. You were put there for a reason. Like all the people in my life have these great talents. So I want to know, I want to know one thing, like what's been one moment for you that's really been like your 
oh my God, this is why I do this. Like Fleece, I know you just had one this year that was super cool. Would you mind sharing that? Cause yeah, I don't know if we, we all have heard the story. Yet. Um, we had a family, uh, you know, we, we do holiday gift drives. So we adopt single mother families. Um, and what started as six or seven in the living room is now, you know, 50 plus every year all over the Bay area. And um, we deliver the gifts and, and I, delivered gifts to a single mother and, and her, she has one teenage son and they were living up in the, I think they were in Santa Rosa. And so I went to deliver the gifts and they were so incredibly grateful. And she was so happy with this housing that they finally had gotten because they had been in transitional housing and she'd been on a waiting list for this. this whole so then she says, can I give you a tour? Like she was so proud of where she was living. She wanted to give me a tour. So we toured around the house. And when I got to her room, there was no furniture in it. And, um, her son had a mattress that was on the floor. He had a mattress. She literally had no furniture in her room. And I was like, what, this is your, your room? Where do you sleep? And she said, oh, I sleep on the floor. I have an air mattress. I sometimes blow up. But um, she said, eventually I'll, I'll, you know, be able to furnish it. I'm just happy to have a house. And, and, and she had saved her money to buy a washer and dryer. That was the other thing. She literally toured me her washer and dryer. Um, but I, you know, left there, got in the car and immediately texted you. I was like, I cannot, I cannot have this woman sleeping on the floor. I can't like, what can we do? And so we, you know, we reached out and got a, we actually got a bed donated and Barb, uh, went out and bought mattresses and had those delivered and, um, and we got her off the floor. So, um, sometimes, you know, it's in, in serving her in another capacity that just, it was great that we brought Christmas gifts, but to me, having a, a place to sleep that's not a carpeted floor of a house, like we gotta, we gotta do better, right? We gotta we do, got better to do better, better. and um, and so that was us doing better for her. And Who in else turn, has a good story. I'm sorry, can I just interject? In turn, she wants to sparkle someone else, so she wants to come next year and participate, which is which is great. Yeah, there's a lot of that. That's what's amazing. So I have to tell a story, and mine has to do with Samantha because holiday gift gift drive is always my best, my fun, you know, my um, the best event, I think. Um, But one of my first experiences was Samantha and I went to deliver gifts, um, and uh, you know, I'm a very emotional person. So we deliver this gifts and we bring bikes and everything. And this woman just broke down and bawled. And here I am hugging her, bawling with her. And, <laughs> and Samantha's going, okay, we have to go now. We, we have to go now. And, you know, Goodbye, Barbara, we, we have to go now. And we get in the car. She goes, you're not delivering gifts anymore. <laughs> That's Samantha my likes story. to cry in private. The first and last time I got and to cries. deliver gifts, right. I get like that too, though. Like you, you start digging into some of this stuff and like that, I actually don't love to deliver because I get so emotionally affected because there's like not an end point, right? There's, yeah. there are a million things you can yeah. do. And we're I want to do all of the, the challenges for that year's holiday, but yeah, it happens on December 26th, but that's part of our, that's part of our mission. That's part of our purpose, right? Like we, yeah. we, uh, we bridge the gap for a moment in time, not a lifestyle. And we try to give them that confidence or that, an, that additional boost or that one leg up that then takes them the rest of the way up. Right. I can't deliver yeah. it. Like I just lose my shit. I'm in the corner in the fetal <laughs> position, like crying. I remember one of the first years I did it, like Rachel it was even before I think you started helping me. It was maybe my first year I was in the like 
hood of LA, like deep LA. And it was a scary, like I was scared because I didn't know where it was. I was this young woman. I had all these gifts and I was just like, people were kind of looking at me and I was like, okay, I got to get in. I got to get out. And this little boy comes up to me and he puts his arms around my leg and he looks up at me and he says, thank you for bringing my mommy toys. And I was like, and I will never forget it. I was like that, that was the moment for me that I was like, okay, I'm in. But I like, I lose it. I get so, you get so emotionally invested in these families. You learn about them. You learn about what they like. You talk to the moms and then, then you're there and you're, you're in front of them. And it's just, you know what you're doing, but it's to be able to have that type of impact on someone. It's an emotion that we all understand, but it's, it's hard to explain. Samantha has has an angel that's on the top of your tree every year that somebody made you way back when that you put on your tree every year. So yes, out of tamale husks. Amazing. Yeah, I do cry. I don't, I, I like two of you, you and Jana both said, I don't like to deliver because of that. It's a little too emotional for me, but my, you know, just to pivot slightly, my reason for really I don't have a moment like that, that I can pinpoint, but for me, what sparkle is, is an overriding theme. And mine is more related to what we do as far as enrichment programs. Um, You know, I have a kid who loves sports and plays all the sports. And I just know what it brings to his life and to his confidence, to his ability to grow, to be healthy, to play sports and just be athletic, do all of these things. It's just such a significant part, an important part of his life that for me, what we do in enrichment programs and providing the scholarships for those programs that really are cost prohibitive, and they really, really are. I mean, they're not built to like be super welcoming to all socioeconomic you know, groups. Yeah. And so being able to provide those scholarships for gymnastics, for baseball, for tutoring, for, I mean, all of the sports and those sorts of after-school programs that I think we as a society rely on, but not all of us have access to is the biggest, biggest reason why I do this. It's just I see the impact that it has in my own little small family and I know how important it is. And it's important for me that other families have access to that. Um, totally. and, and the part that Sparkle plays in that is, is really, really important to me. It's huge. I love that. And I mm-hmm. think that this time went by a little too fast because I think that there's so many things that we do that we are so excited about talking. And I mentioned it in a podcast not that long ago about how we see the other side of, you know, Marin County or San Mateo County or even San Francisco, like these other areas that a lot of people don't necessarily see. And I just mentioned, you know, being in in the inner city, in the hood of LA when I started, we not only really can touch in those areas that are a little bit more um, in need, but also women that maybe can pay rent, but there's no extra. And that's where we can add our value and it doesn't have to be, you know, somebody who's down and out in dire straits all the time. I mean, we are here literally to help a situation and not a lifestyle. And that's really something I think that 
makes our organization really special. I want to say thank you to you ladies on so many different levels, but really for sharing your time uh, with us today to share about what it's like to get up and do a little bit more than live every single day and changing the lives of single moms and their children. If you want to learn more about Sparkle Foundation, you can find us at sparklenow.org. We run uh, enrichment programs all year long, holiday gift drive towards the end of the year. And then of course, Sparkle Biz, which is our micro loan program to single moms and God only knows what we'll come up with next. So stay tuned and get out there you guys this week and be inspired.